Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. So the Kansas City Chiefs go 5-0 after a convincing win on the road against the Houston Texans. The Chiefs are still the only unbeaten team in the NFL. Hi there and welcome to another Our Heads Abroad Reaction Show. I'm Brad Simcox and with me is the boss man Tom Childs. And joining us this week, whilst Dave Barnett is still away gallivanting around America, is Ryan Peacock from the UK Packers. Tom, when I said let's get a, a guest on the show, I didn't mean just grab anyone, mate. Well, yeah, he only lives a couple of miles away from me, so he could have actually recorded this podcast from our house. Yeah, but a, but a packer, come on. Yeah, but yeah, so look, I, I get it, guys, I get it. Right, you had the bottom of the barrel, and and, 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 and they all said no, so then you had to have a look underneath the barrel, and that's where you find me. I, I saw right, I get it. No, 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 it's not like that no, at no, all. No, 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 you were slightly above, like, the UK Broncos and the UK Raiders. Oh, well, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Or is this the bit, sorry, where you did the intro and you thought you were going to bring me in later, but actually you had me on the call? It's all right. I'm yeah, not taking it personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all right, Ryan? Everything going all right? I'm um, going well, thank you. Uh, heart yeah. is heart is being severely tested watching these Packers this year, but of course you yeah. don't have any of those such problems. So you're sitting pretty at 5-0, and oh, so I'm, I'm guessing nice, it's easy being nice. a Chiefs fan right now. It is. How's your undefeated season going at the minute? How's our undefeated season going? Uh, you know, <laughs> the NFL for some reason keeps wanting us to open other people's stadiums for them, uh, which really, oh, isn't fair, right. you know, two seasons in a row having to do that. So, uh, yeah, it's you know, if it wasn't for Goodell and 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 the Illuminati that runs it, then we'd be all right. Right. Okay. Uh, well, we've got Ryan on because we're we're already gearing up, believe it or not, for our joint Super Bowl party. Um, the Super Bowl party is on a, a Sunday, isn't it? The 4th of February? Yeah. <laughs> it better be on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it better be on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we've done uh, some. We've severely got this wrong. Well, on the on the poster, <laughs> I put the wrong year. Um, apparently, the party... Yeah, did you? Originally, the party was going to be this year, like, just gone. So, I actually did my just best gone. Oh, doc right. impression and actually had a DeLorean and was going back in time for a little while there. It is actually wasn't until after we released all the details that someone actually picked up on it because we didn't notice it as, as you can tell we're really good editors and proofreaders here at UK Packers and our heads abroad <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so this whole Super Bowl the Super Bowl party thing we've got loads on haven't we we've uh, we've got uh, the flag football which uh, is was it fanball four now mm-hmm. uh, we've got to win this one because if it's if it's similar to like Super Bowl four we've got to win this one haven't we Tom <laughs> Well, yeah, so far it's 1-0 to the Packers. We've actually had two draws, believe it or not. And to the um, American followers or listeners to us, that a draw is when the game ends and the teams have the same amount of points. They just go home. Yeah. No winners, <laughs> no losers, just the same amount of points. And that's actually how the first two games ended up. Um, my man Ryan um, actually had the opportunity to win the game in year one I have a feeling this will come up <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with a field goal and um, he did his best uh, Lynn Elliott impression shall we say the kicker that shall not be named um, he, 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 he he didn't shank it did he, he hooked it but, um, oh never but, but it, to be fair to be fair to him last year he made up for it with a pick six 
and a stellar quarterback play that Brett Favre would have been proud of. Really? Well, yeah, I appreciate he, that. He balled out. Not literally balled out. Not didn't have he didn't have his balls say, out. Yeah, wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he went balls out. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> no wonder he got a pick six. <laughs> Nobody dared tackle him. The first couple of the first couple of games were good, but yeah, in good old British fashion, uh, we finished in a tie. Um, just you know, trying to help uh, translate the game to the shores over here. It's what we do, isn't it? So you know, we finished in a nice draw. You know, played all day, a bit like cricket, and then all went home at the end of it with no result. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then finally, obviously, there was a result last year, which uh, we managed to get on the right end of. Uh, but yeah, all to play for this year at Fanball 4, I guess. Yeah, yeah, last year's one was a funny one, because not to bore you guys with too many details, the the Packers were driving, and pretty much, had they scored, they would have won won the game. And had we returned it for a pick six, we would have won. And one of our guys, I'm going to name and shame him, Owen, um, had two hands on the ball from one of Ryan's throws and it just went straight through it. And had he had he caught it, he would have been gone for pick six and we would have been celebrating. So these games are always really close. But they're close, they're competitive, but they're played in a really gentlemanly manner. Like there's no, there's no aggro at all. Everyone is very polite. If there's a dispute about the rules, it's normally dealt with very quickly. That we don't have any external refs. It's it's played in a good nature. Would you say so, Ryan? I think it is. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had issues, have we? For example, there's we have rules in there. Uh, you've got a young guy that came along. I, I can't remember how old he is. For maybe 15 or so. Is he 14, 15? Yeah, yeah, Matt. Um, so of course, then when he's on the field, our our young lads on who's 15, 16. Um, so we have we have lots of sort of rules like that, don't we? And everybody gets to play, no matter of ability. Um, mm-hmm. It's just good fun. And generally, everybody by the end of it is freezing cold, covered in mud, and uh, not really particularly sure what the score was. <laughs> and ready for beer. I, yes, I presume everybody's ready for beer after Very that. Ready yeah? for beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the uh, the Super Bowl party pretty much after that, really, haven't we? It starts yeah. underwear straight after the so game. So this is where it's uh, pretty awesome this year, having the everything in the same venue. Um, what we've got is obviously we've got a big field area we're going to play some football on um and then in with a ticket for or your room ticket you've got the use of a spa and gym so obviously you know i'll be down in the gym sort of six o'clock in the morning just going through my you know weight routine and 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 cardio work (laughs) before the game uh maybe not um but certainly after the game <laughs> down the down down the bar yeah, yeah that's more than likely um, <laughs> but of course after the game you've got the spa so you can get in the jacuzzi the sauna whatever you want to do and recover a bit um, and then of course in the evening we do have the uh the party um we've got food involved in there we've got entertainment i know that we're going to be running some competitions uh, i guess you know if, if you're desperate and want to win some chief stuff so i'm guessing you guys will run some competitions <laughs> um but we should have a good time and then obviously the big finale with with the Super Bowl, which I know it's been posed a question: Could we see? Could we realistically see a repeat of Super Bowl one this time round? Do you know what I? It's it's in the back of my mind all the time. You know, since we had the Super Bowl party arranged, it's like well, both teams are doing really well. Could we actually have? Could it be that freaky to have a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl? Well, I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this year. Um, yeah. Both teams, well, the Chiefs are certainly the class of the AFC. And from what I've seen so far this season, I would say the Packers are the class of the NFC. Okay, they lost to the Falcons, but the Falcons look dodgy. They only lost to the Bills last weekend, so they they can be beaten on any given Sunday, as it were. Um, of Yeah, of all the years that we have had this party and probably will do going forward, um, 2018, 
got the date right this time um is is probably the one chance we're going to get i personally don't want it to happen because i've always had this feeling in my head that it had one of the teams been in the super bowl the whole party would have collectively supported them where i don't know how i'd feel about seeing a chiefs versus packers super bowl say the packers winning it then waking up in the morning and seeing green and gold everywhere and everyone smiling and then just being miserable myself so uh, i'm not really on board i don't know that sounds like you're really confident should you get in that position tom i have to say (laughs) but i I, I totally understand where you're coming from you've you've clearly Oh no! You support West Ham. You do know what we're talking yeah. about. To be a Chiefs I was going to say, don't try and quote to me. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm, you know, I'm a West Ham fan. <laughs> oh yeah, what was me? Yeah, oh, we have that all yeah. the time, Ryan. He's always going on about. Oh, we're finishing fourth again. Yeah. Oh, what I'd was love us? to finish that. Eye. West Ham can't even spell fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try being a Newcastle fan. <laughs> hey, mate. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Are, they, are they a big team? Me? Are they? Yeah, well, they, they were a big team. <laughs> we, we finished second. Yeah, no, yeah, fine. Yeah, won the league a few oh, years back, didn't you? Yeah, mm, well, well, what the the championship? Uh, the championship? Oh, yeah, we yeah. won that. We won that last yeah, year. Champions. As well. I, th- I can't remember who we uh, who we leapfrogged on our final day again. Who was it again? Not, was it Brighton? Oh, was it? it? <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom the Tom the man that sports two teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Premier League teams now. Yep. Lucky boy. Yeah. Spoiled. What's going on there? Eh? Um, so, is there anything else on the Super Bowl? I mean, I, I know you said there's food and things like that there, and we've got all the, we've got all the parties, party atmosphere going on. Um, any games? Yeah, well, that certainly we'll be playing the game of Get Your Kit On, uh, which, is a, which is a particular <laughs> favourite of mine. And um, essentially, I bring my old pads, which uh, smell fantastic. And uh, nice. We'll bring the pads. We'll bring the old helmet that I got that uh, was a, actually gave me at least forty six concussions when I wore it, and I only played in probably fifteen games in total. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's really good kit. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll get everybody on that, so the kit will be out on the floor, and basically it's who can get padded up the quickest, and we do a competition there. Um, we might do some other bits as well. We'll pit some some uh, I don't I don't know particularly. We might do some sort of quiz type questions where we'll get something going. Um, we've certainly got some raffles as well in mind, uh, possibly with a Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers signed stuff, um, oh, wow. which could Ooh. be big. Oh yeah, he's bringing out the big guns now, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, well, right. you yeah. know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I was I was bringing to plans to bring like a, a pack of biscuits and maybe a, an Arrowheads abroad mug as a prize. <laughs> 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 but, you know, it's, it's all relative it's all relative Ooh. to the team I suppose you know we're, we're quite a big club yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God we're losing listeners by I the know, second I know it's even that I'm going to have even more hate mail this week than I normally have <laughs> right well the, uh, the Super Bowl party is on the Sunday the 4th of February at the Ramada Hotel in Sutton Coalfield mm-hmm. Birmingham 2018 by the way um, not 2017 and you can actually get tickets by visiting the ukpackers.co.uk or you can visit arrowheadsabroad.com well so, Brad uh, you got our website wrong and their one right well done yeah. <laughs> that's what that's that's what's on the uh, thing isn't it? probably the it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm just going off, uh, off of what the boss man yeah. says you know <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's. Um, we, I mean, Ryan's going to be with us uh, for the rest of this show. Anyway, we're not just we're not just kicking him out now, are we? He's a guest after all. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, let's still let's let him talk. So uh, let's talk about the uh, the previous game, the Chiefs versus the Texans. 
many were expecting the Texans to break the Chiefs unbeaten record, uh, but that wasn't the case now, was it, Tom? No. Um, admittedly, I was kind of on board that train. Uh, I saw the interior lineman missing for the Chiefs, Mitch Morse, Tudovay uh, Tardif, and Eingarn for they're going to have a field day with that defensive line. Um, we caught a break and we caught a break early um, with their two injuries. Obviously, the main one being JJ Watt, who never seems to be fit when he plays the Chiefs. Um, even yeah. in the playoff games a couple of years ago, he wasn't fit for that. Early last year when we played them, he wasn't fit for wasn't fit for that game either. Um, we tend to catch a break whenever JJ Watt is playing opposite Eric Fisher. Not to say Eric Fisher wouldn't be able to handle him, but a fully fit JJ Watt is dominant. And everyone knows mm. he's dominant, but we caught that break early and it enabled us to have a bit more time, give Alex Smith a bit more time. And the one thing you don't want to do as an opposing defense at this moment in time, I can't believe I'm saying this, is give Alex Smith time because the man is straight up balling. He is dissecting defenses at the moment. Like, not to talk about the Packers too much because obviously Ryan is here, but he's playing with Aaron Rodgers accuracy like that sort of level at the moment and yeah. I I'm I'm excited because you don't as a Chiefs fan we we don't we're not used to seeing quarterback play like this yeah <laughs> no, um, I was about to say that yeah, yeah we're not used we to don't, this we don't see, we don't see quarterback play this good like Trent Green was very good um but he had he had an incredible set of weapons with him as well especially in, in number 88 um but Alex Smith is playing at a level that we haven't seen since Joe Montana was with the Chiefs, and it must be, it feels really good. <laughs> like not not to waffle, but I, I'm it does really feel enjoying, weird though, doesn't I'll, it? I'll admit, guys, yeah. that I was watching last night, and it's funny you made the Aaron Rodgers comment because there was a play in particular. Um, I think it was the touchdown pass to Chikandrick West, um, and he mm-hmm. sort of there was nothing on in the middle. Um, and I think you might have seen in the past sort of maybe just remain in the pocket uh, and maybe even try force a throw or, you know, whatever. But he mm. sort of shot out to the side, looks one way, comes back and, and just hits Chikandrick West just, just at the front of the end zone. And I, and I actually thought to myself, do you know what? That's similar to what you see from Rodgers in the way in which he extended the play and kind of mm-hmm. was able to wait for something to develop and then hit it with, with like you say, such accuracy. And... I don't know what it is this season, but Alex Smith certainly looks like a different quarterback, you know, and he's had to, he's always sort of been hit with a, you know, he's all right for a 10 yard throw sort of, he's a game manager is the other really horrible comment I feel he gets and it kind of disrespects his skill set. Um, but that's kind of what's been thrown at him over the years. And he at the moment, whether it's because Pat Mahomes is sat there on the bench and everyone thought he was going to come in and take the job, but something certainly spurred him on and he's gone up a level this year. That's an excellent yeah. point you made about the whole scrimmaging, or, or like coming out, uh, going out instead of going up to the line of scrimmage and running past it and just taking a two or three yard run, diving headfirst or, or a slide. He is showing patience now and trying to get rid of the ball before the line, before the line of scrimmage. And we saw it against Washington when he hit Albert Wilson for 37 yards, which basically set up the the game winning field goal. Where normally he would have run that for four or five yards, time would have come off the clock. He is showing more patience now when he is scrambling, and he's lethal. Yeah, it's that looking for the pass on the run as well. Now I seem to see that quite a bit in his in his in his gameplay. Now he's running out right, or he's running out left, and he's actually still looking for the pass. Where normally, like you said, he would either he'd either take the hit, you know, take a sack or something, or try and you know just force a couple of yards out of it from a scramble or something. But this time he's 
like you said, it, it, it just seems to have more patience, doesn't he? He seems to scan mm. the field more. He's, re- he's doing his reads. Um, it's just different. And, and and going back to what Ryan was saying, it's it's like we have a new quarterback. It's strange. Yeah. It's strange to say that. It does feel like we have a new one. It's like he's playing in a contract here. Um, something's just ignited him. Like the Patrick Mahomes, all this talk about him being the game manager, mm-hmm. like Ryan said. Um, not being able to make the deep pass and he's just kind of said F you NFL world I can yeah. do it and I'm going to show you I can do it and what is it 11 touchdowns now for zero interceptions yeah in the first five games that is MVP MVP stats for the first quarter of the season like if you were to take a vote right now on who is league MVP you would say third Tom Brady second Aaron Rodgers number one Alex Smith and it's probably not even close right now Mm-hmm. The, um, the 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 main link up last night really was Smith and Kelsey, wasn't it? I mean, he was finding Kelsey in all sorts of room. Um, I was I I mentioned this on Twitter at the time. Uh, I could see Reed's play calling was all around Kareem Hunt, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then it was it was almost preoccupying the Texans, the Texans defensive line to try and wrap him up and and keep him back, and it it was. Almost like he was drawing them in, and then he was going along to Kelsey, and it just—I think that combined with Smith's ability last night, I think Andy Reid's play calling was was spot on as well. Yeah, what I liked is that he didn't abandon the run. Um, no, he didn't. He went forward, didn't he? Because yeah. it wasn't working. It's not get away from it. The first, the run wasn't working in the first half. I think Kareem rushed for like twenty-four yards in the first half. Ak ended up with one hundred and seven, but the first half it wasn't working. But they refused to abandon it and let the Texans then uh, rush less and drop drop more into coverage. Mm. They kept with the run, kept the defense honest, and for some strange reason, Kelsey just owns Houston. Now, this is like the third, third or fourth game in a row now where Kelsey has completely torn up the Houston Texans. Like, for us, he's the stuff of dreams. For them, he must be the stuff of nightmares because he kills them and they must have been so so happy when he went off at half time and didn't return to the game yeah he went off with a concussion did he He went off and then came back on again didn't he yeah he went off come back on had had played a couple of plays and then after half time we didn't see him again it was all Ross Travis and Demetrius Harris after that so so what does that mean now for the uh, for the next game is is he does that really mount because he's actually concussed or is he available to play for the uh, the next game against the Steelers I, Ryan might be able to help me out on this, but I'm pretty sure there's certain levels of concussion protocol. Mm. Um, I think he's passed them all already, so oh, right, he will okay. be able to play. I think it was more of a precautionary yeah. thing last night. Basically, it's all going to come down to not only the team doctors, but I think there has to be an independent review now these days, and there has to be, like mm-hmm. for example, on your sideline, you have an independent doctor that doesn't work for your team anymore. Um, the idea for that is to obviously protect... The doctor, obviously the team doctor, can be put in a very difficult position if his head coach is glaring yeah. at him, saying, I want that guy back in the game. you know. Um, so they have the independent guys there. So he will only be playing next week if he's cleared to play. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously with the whole you know, developments and a better understanding of concussions and CT and other things, you know, it's just not something that anybody would want to take a risk on. And obviously the other week against Chicago, we saw it in Green Bay with the, the sickening hit on Devontae Adams. I, yeah. I mean, I was absolutely convinced he wouldn't be playing this week. And, of course, he rocks up and not only does he play, but he gets two touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
how they how anybody comes through a hit like that and can get up and uh, not only put the pads on again for training that week but come out and perform again I don't know but it will all come down to a, a doctor's decision but hopefully he's okay because he's the kind of, yeah, the kind of player you want to see on the field he, as, as a neutral fan myself you know he's one of the one of the players you look for and uh, you know everybody wants to see him on the field that hit from Trevathan I remember seeing actually following your timeline when that uh, when that happened did we see that on the plane I'm yeah, sure we we did some, we, we were traveling we over to Kansas City, weren't we? Yeah, time? yeah, we did at the time, and it's the whole playman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, there's yeah. no need. There's literally no need for a place like what, that. Yeah, NFL. what I think's worse about it is the amount of fans who are still of the opinion of, uh, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just football. Can't play defense anymore. Yeah, and you know, yeah, there was a yesteryear when things were far more violent, but a lot of those players are either dead or suffering from all sorts of you know mm-hmm. uh, sort of brain injuries physical injuries mm-hmm. and then, you know what we're trying to do is protect these players and protect this product that is football you know because people are becoming more aware of it who was the I'm sure there was a, um, a linebacker was it I think he might have been out of Wisconsin did he join the, the Giants and re- retired sort of two years into his NFL contract something like wow. that I'm sure it was I might have that slightly wrong but there, there's there's guys are now actually giving it a second thought and thinking you know do we want that so the league has to look after these players and do the right thing and anybody out there that's going you know especially the hit on on, on Adams the other week anybody out there that's going oh it's just football I'm sorry but uh, you just don't understand mm-hmm. well uh, keeping on the injury theme uh, Chris Connolly our wide receiver um, did you see this Ryan did you see uh Conley go down uh, the slow motion of it I didn't I haven't seen um, it, it it's, oh, it's it's horrible have you seen it Tom with the um, the Achilles yeah he, basically he, he lands doesn't he goes he gets the onside kick grabs it and he's he's ready to just literally take it to the house wasn't he and you could see his calf his right calf mm. just like quiver as soon as he landed and he was pushing off it quivered and it went like jelly yeah from what I understand of that injury, once once your Achilles snaps or ruptures, essentially what you get is the the calf muscle um, actually goes up like a, a roller blind. You know what you know when yeah. you pull it down and it just flips up and rolls up, and essentially that's what yeah. it does. Because as soon as it's not angered, it just disappears up the back and into the back of your knee. I mean, it's mm. it's got to be one of the injuries I'm most scared of ever having. And uh, touch wood, yeah. I've avoided that one so far. Yeah, yeah it seems nice. to be it seems to be one that the Chiefs injury prone injury shall we say and we're now in the last few years we've had Derek Johnson suffer with it twice obviously we've already lost Eric Berry to a ruptured Achilles and now we've lost Chris Connolly mm-hmm. um, there seemed to be something in the turf yesterday at, at NRG um, I don't know what it is but players were going down left right and centre and we seem to be losing a hell of a lot of good players at the moment um, mm-hmm. to injury and it's a shame because you don't you don't want to see any players injured. Okay, obviously JJ Watt going off early in the game did help the Chiefs, and they probably benefited from that. But I want to see fifty-three versus fifty-three, all healthy, all the best players in the league. Like you don't want to see people like Odell Beckham going down for an injury. Okay, he might be a bit of a knobhead, but he's enter- <laughs> he, he's entertaining, and that's what the type of things you pay to see. Um, David Johnson, we've lost him already. Um, Eric Berry, obviously our our superstar of our team, we've lost already. It's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the league can do. There is nothing they can do because all these injuries seem to be, like all the the severe injuries seem to be non-contact as well mm-hmm. and there's literally nothing you can do about them. No, I mean injuries, yeah. a big part of it is luck and I know obviously at Green Bay we've had our fair share of injuries this year. I mean we're on our about, you know, our 14th and 15th different linemen 
Um, by now, you know, I think the kit man and the bus driver are playing at this point. Um, but, you know, a lot of people have said, oh, you know, what are the medical team doing? You know, we should sack all those guys. Well, look, it's, it's a game. it is football. It is quite a physical sport, to say the least. And a lot of the time with injuries, it just comes down to pure luck. You know, the timing in which you're hit as you plant the floor or you, it's, a, it's an O-lineman rolling up on the back of another O-lineman. Do you know what I mean? A lot of it comes down to pure luck. And and unfortunately, some years it can be something that really derails a potentially very good season. But there's not a great deal you can do about it. What no, I think it is now, I think with the league, the way the, way the league's going now is depth is becoming even more important. Like It's always been important, but now so more than ever, if you can keep your star players healthy and then just keep good players, like productive starters around them and keep a good pool of productive starters around your team, you're going to be okay. If you have no depth there whatsoever to back them up, then you're screwed. We're lucky, we're fortunate in Kansas City where we've managed to be able to trade away draft picks to go for quality as opposed to quantity because John Dorsey and Andy Reid did such a good job for the last four or five years of building up a roster I think it was we returned like 44 of our 53 from last year which is unheard of in, in amongst most teams so building up depth now these days is even more important even more important than it was before it's become much more of a, a squad game as opposed to a superstar game mm-hmm. certainly has um was there anything that concerned you, Tom, on the uh, the game last night? Because uh, the secondary seemed to be getting a bit of a hammering, didn't it? No, um, no. I'm Deshaun Watson threw for five touchdowns, but he didn't play very well. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have been picked at least three or four to- three or four times. He got lucky with a lot of holding calls that weren't called. Um, two or three of his passes or touchdowns were just jump balls to DeAndre Hopkins like the guy is an elite wide receiver for Christ's sake he's gonna he's gonna get his fill but yeah. no um, there was nothing really that concerned me too much um, especially going forward to next week when you look at how Big Ben played yesterday against the yeah. against the Jags um, Did, maybe the run defence was was a little bit suspect but no I think the secondary is holding up quite well considering so we seem we seem quite uh Steady, I suppose, uh, both sides of the ball and even special teams as well because Tyreek Hill did his thing again, uh, running mm-hmm. a punt to the house. Um, how does he do it? How, how does he do that? Like, just amazing how he... Uh, his, his pure speed, that guy, isn't he? Well, that was the first opportunity he's had all season yeah. to take one back. Um, every single punt that's been coming either high or wide or long. Yeah. Like there hasn't been a single um, returnable punt yeah. this season, and yesterday was the first opportunity he's had all season to take one back. Mm-hmm. And twenty-three miles an hour later, he's doing the piece so in twenty-one yards in <laughs> the end zone. Like, so the man's a joke. Going over to Ryan, then how how do you if you're the uh, the punter for the Packers and you see Tyreek Hill at the other end of the field, how do you where do you put it? Yeah, quite. Yeah. Do you put it, do you put it short or do you put it out of bounds no, or what? Put it short. Um, quite simply, you don't kick it to him. You know, um, <laughs> you, yeah. you've got to try and angle that kick out in the corner. Um, you've got to cover it as well. You've got to get your guys up there. So you need good hang time on it. Um, the quicker you can get mm-hmm. your guys closer to him, I mean, the guy dances around better than most. So you can sometimes you can get mm-hmm. close to him, and, and as you guys will have seen, he spins out three or four potential tackles and he's gone. Um, so basically, mm-hmm. you just don't give him the chance to return it. Uh, obviously. 
Devin Hester in his prime being at Chicago was a guy we saw used to do this all the time. And, you know, all the time you're thinking, and, and, and all right, I get it, right? Punting is harder than it probably looks. But you're thinking, why do you keep kicking the ball to him, right? Even if you've got to take, even mm-hmm. if you've got to lose five or 10 yards to make sure that directional kick goes out, that's where you've got mm-hmm. to put the ball so he has no chance to return it, you know? Um, but I have to say, look, Tyreek Hill, one of the most exciting players in the league at the moment. Um, because he can, you know, where they've changed the rules and they've obviously almost negated kickoff returns and punt and, and kickoff returns in particular. Obviously, this guy does the punt return as well, but it's it's taken that excitement out of the game a little bit, hasn't it? You know, so it's good to get mm-hmm. a guy that is in the game now that can make kickoff returns happen, make punt returns happen, uh, and then with the added bonus as well, this guy he can actually play receiver as well. You know. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously with Devin Hester, he never really materialised as a receiver. No. Um, so Tyreek Kill really does have it all, and he's one of the most exciting players. But yeah, quite simply, don't kick him the ball. <laughs> don't give him the I'm ball. Not, <laughs> I'm not normally one for stats, but I've got one for you. Um, Tyreek Hill's now scored 15 touchdowns in 22 games for the Chiefs. No. No, no that's not... No, yes, right. Yeah, 15 touchdowns in 22 games for the Chiefs, at an average of 48 yards per touchdown. Fact. 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 I'll argue with facts unless yeah. it's Donald Trump. Can't argue. <laughs> Fake facts. Impeach. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, I red think that's flag. it. Uh, what? I'll red flag that. Red flag. <laughs> we had a rule. We had a rule on the trip in Kansas City that if anyone brought up politics or gun violence, then we would red flag it straight away. So the conversation would end uh, instantly. I tried red red flagging a taxi driver, didn't I? Because he, yeah. he was talking about the gun laws and Dave got into it. I was like, oh, I've got to, got to throw in a red flag here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was all good fun. But uh, yeah, so um, that's it. That's all we've got time for this week for the, uh, the Arrowheads Abroad reaction show. If you want to see the photos and video footage of an amazing Arrowheads Abroad trip to Kansas City, then just head over to my own personal YouTube channel, which is uh, called The Brit Chief, and you'll find a video titled Thank You, Kansas City Part 2. And you can relive the amazing Kingdoms Reunite tour in all of its glory, even if you weren't actually there Great with us. Video. Um, Great video. <laughs> did, did yeah, you enjoy it? Yeah, you I watched it. it. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, loved watching it. And obviously made up for all you guys. Uh, you know, I know some of you had been before and uh, for others it was the first time, but it looked a banging trip. And uh, Yeah, because you, you did that as well, didn't you, for the uh, the Packers? You went over there. Yeah, we went week one um, this year uh, and, and I went a couple of yeah. years ago. But yeah, just just really happy for you guys. It looked like an awesome trip. And uh Awesome. I have to say, getting to getting to be part of that flag ceremony at the start. I mean, what an honour! Yeah, I know, huge honour. That was uh, that was definitely something. We've, we've all been trying to get uh, prints of uh, of the pictures enlarged and stuff like that for our uh, our man caves and our living rooms and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, thanks again to Ryan Peacock from the UK Packers for for joining us tonight. Um, it's been a nice nice chat actually. It's just nice before our Super Bowl meeting. Um, yeah, before we actually annihilate them in the flag football. So uh, the Chiefs take on the Steelers on Sunday at 9.25 UK time. Uh, listen out for our preview show, and if you're una- unable to watch the game, then check out the Our Heads Abroad Twitter commentary, which is at KCChiefs underscore UK. Um, that's it, everyone. Thanks so much for, for listening, and from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon.